Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Across 213. It's your hashtag favorite hosts, Annie. And Ruby, you did not just say hashtag favorite hosts. Hash- was- hashtag favorite hosts. That's, that's a little clue as to what we're going to be talking about today. Before we hop into our hashtag, um, <laughs> oh no, that's bad. Um, we're going to start with our usual weekly struggle and success. So what did you struggle with this week? I'm going to be honest, Chief, on day we're recording this, I think there's about a month and a half-ish left of school for me, like including exam season. Things are winding down. Things are things are coming down. Um, uh, deadlines are piling up. <laughs> Motivation to continue is slowly dropping. Morale is low. But it's okay because hashtag we have each other. Oh, no. <laughs> what about you, Ruby? Um, wow, I did not realize school was ending that fast. Um, right? Oh, my God. So I, being me, I'm planning into the future. And I was like, let's take physics over the summer. Oh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so basically, the rumor is that physics at my school is absolute hell. You don't take it at my school. It's going to ruin your GPA. So here I am minding my business, trying to register for this class at my local community college. And I find that the class has nine seats, nine (laughs) seats. And they're all filled, obviously nine seats, right? Um, Yeah, I sent a very annoyed email yesterday to some people, um, but that was a struggle. I'm very mad about it. You guys should have seen the series of Snapchats, angry, angry physics-related Snapchats that I got yesterday. <laughs> I just don't understand why you would have a class with only nine people. I just don't understand. Yeah, I feel like a class with nine people would be would be like fourth-year classes. Like that one fourth-year <laughs> microbiology class that nobody takes, mm-hmm. but nine people took it and suddenly the university is like oh damn it we need a higher professor this year i i don't even understand how you can have a class with nine people the last time i had a class with nine people was never like i guess things in university just are different you know it's really different when you have classes like 400 people and then it's like physics with nine people can't even get registered best friends anyways besides that what exciting successes do you have to share with us this week? Ladies and gentlemen, this week is the most successful I have ever been in my entire life. You might be thinking academically. No, 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 no. This is even better than academically. Yesterday, one of my favorite artists of all time, Martine, posted a picture on Instagram with the caption. I don't even remember what it was. It was like, comment if you love whatever um dm me this picture if you love me instead and then me being me i dm that picture to him and i was like i heart you always and little did i know i got a reply back from martine and of course aneurysm instant aneurysm strokes four of them i'm on the floor crying right and then i like 
DM'd him back and I was like, this is probably a bot. And I literally just spilled coffee all over my desk reading this. Me thinking I'll never get a reply back. And then I got another reply back. Anyway, greatest day of my life. What about you, Ruby? Um, you know, mine is not nearly as Successful. You know, living your best dreams and all that. Um, I did not have a stroke. I did not, you know, nearly die. Um, I I would say my success, it wouldn't exactly be this week. It would be about two weeks ago now because that's the most exciting thing that's happened in my life. Mood. But I got my COVID vaccine. I'm so excited. Hey, round of applause. We are vaccinated, but only halfway through because you need two, but vaccinated. No, I got the Johnson Johnson vaccine. Oh, those. Even. (laughs) Congratulations. Now, one. I was about to say one fifth. Half of this podcast crew are now fully protected from COVID-19. Yes, please get vaccinated, people. If you can get vaccinated. Herd immunity. Herd immunity. <laughs> Think of poor little Johnny who is immunocompromised and cannot take a vaccine because he's allergic to them. What is poor little Johnny going to do about COVID-19? He's going to rely on you. Yes, you, the listener, who's going to go get vaccinated and protect poor Johnny. You would be a really good like um, marketing <laughs> salesperson. Yo, you should have seen my comms project. For, for the mRNA vaccine, I sold the Moderna mRNA vaccine like an Apple iPhone. I was, I was in the zone. <laughs> yeah. Texas is opening up vaccines next week to everyone 18 and above. Actually, um, if you live in Texas, go get vaccinated. Um, if you live in I'm Canada, close to that. I'm sorry. What? I Actually, apologize. it depends where you live. It depends where you live. Does it? Yeah, every province is doing something different. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's, it's crazy town. But for me, I, the earliest I can probably be vaccinated is summer, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. But anyway, we're not here to talk about all that shenanigans, even though we just talked a lot. Of, think about poor Johnny. Moving into today's topic, we're going to talk to you guys about social media. Ooh, interesting. I'm pretty sure as humans of the 21st century, I'm going to bet on average one person has at least three different social media accounts. At least three. I'm going to say at least three that they check like regularly. And if you check on your phone for screen time, one of those three is probably the highest of the screen time. Ah, yes. Social media. We, you know... Social media just blows my mind because I think even a couple years ago, it was not like that big of a thing. But I feel like now it's like, who doesn't have social media or have something to do with social media? You can earn money from social media now. Like it just, what? You can make your entire livelihood off of social media. It's pretty, it's pretty insane. A long time ago, you probably could only you know, make a living off of real world connections face to face being like in an office or something like that. But now if you're like, if, if you're, if you're like talented musically or you're just, you know, a beautiful, beautiful person, 
with fantastic teeth, you can become an influencer and probably make a lot of money off of like the four pictures you pose with a bunch of brand deals. Like it's just, it's insane how things work now. But I think with social media, it comes with a lot of unrealistic expectations. It do be like that now. And I feel like as social media evolves, the more unrealistic expectations like you know, exponentially increase. And I feel like it gets worse with time, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I think it's not even like just about like influencers having unrealistic expectations because I was talking with a friend once. I haven't talked to her in like a really long time or like reconnecting and stuff. And she was like, you know, you seem like having a really good time in high school in the US. And I was like, where are you getting that from? And she's like, your Instagram is full of, you know, so much good, you know, all of these things. Instagram is my highlight reel of my life. Like, I'm not going to post when I am crying at home studying for chemistry on my Instagram. Like, Hashtag sad girl vibes. Yeah, but like that really like made me realize like it's not just influencers who have unrealistic expectations. Like it's, I'm not an influencer, but like, I was like, whoa, maybe I should be more hashtag real. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. No, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying this. This is great. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot. I, I or How do I want to put this? Like, I feel like one of the biggest problems now with social media and unreal, unrealistic expectations. That's a mouthful to say. Mm-hmm. Probably it's like around beauty standards or around like around like lifestyle standards, if that makes sense. Because there are so many people who who are very influential, like not even just as an influencer, but in general, like a very famous actor or an athlete even. The pictures they post make people, like if you scroll through comments, there's always people being like, oh, I want to live like that. Or, oh, I want my skin to be as smooth as the glacier ice and things like that. And I know there are people who post before and after like photos of like Photoshop or um, if you stand in the light one way, it looks like your face is the surface of the Himalayas. But if you turn four centimeters to the left, your skin is flawless and things like that. But it, it's just making a lot of people like not really, not really appreciate what they have or not really they're no longer content with having I guess a quote-unquote regular life if that makes sense Mm -hmm. I think especially for like the younger generation like I feel like we're already like because we grew up without like social media essentially wasn't until like you know middle school or going into high school that really became a thing but like I can't imagine being like a little child in this day and age and You know, I can't imagine just going onto social media and being like, oh, like, look at how pretty she is or all those things. Like, I want to feel like that. But then it's like, you be you. Like, you don't have to be someone else. I don't know. It just, I feel like social media is bad and good at the same time. I feel like social media, well, of course it has its positives. You know, it connects people all over the world. You can gain inspiration from it. Um, you can look at things on Instagram and feed your shopping addiction by going to purchase things immediately after you see them. Ooh. Hashtag capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> But especially, I feel like there's a big difference with social media in the East, Eastern hemisphere of the world versus the Western hemisphere of the world. So I'm pretty sure most of our listeners understand Western media influence, you know, like we just talked about. 
Charlie, I can never say her last name, 60-year-old multimillionaire. Versus, <laughs> well, what else is popular in American media? Like, it's so, it's so normal to us now that I can't really even think about things that would be weird if, if you put them in the Eastern half of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Teens driving Ferraris? That's strange, but people do it. Um, I'm blanking out. What even is this? I feel what like cool now, stuff is what's cool is like all the TikTokers. Oh God! Um, it's I mean I I don't know. You do you guys. Um. It's just it's weird to think about how different parts of the world use social media slightly differently because for us I feel like in like what you can say globally is social media is there to flex, right? Like. Yeah. The only thing I do on the gram is post cool pics of um, me doing cool things like taping a bed sheet on my door and pretending I have a studio to photoshoot myself in. But when you look at like the eastern side of the world, I think things are starting to slowly progress how they are in the west. Like people can make a lot of money off of social media. Mm-hmm. But if you think about traditional Eastern or at least East Asian values, it's like you go to school, you're an A++++ student, you go to the best universities, you become doctor, lawyer, surgeon, blah, 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 right? But in in the past couple of years, it's been more popular for for younger kids to be like, I want to be a YouTuber when I grow up. Forget about traditional education and traditional like life paths i think it's the same in the west like how people are like when they're like i want to be a youtuber when i grow up like i want to be a social media influencer and it's like that was not a thing i think it's only in recent years or at least uh, yeah in the recent years has changed in that way but I, i mean i also feel like it's more accepted in the west though I think it's more accepted in the West because of how, like, I don't know how, like, YouTube works, but I know, like, the whole, like, sponsor AdSense, all that stuff, but I feel like it's more understood in the, like, in the U.S., at least, I don't know about other places, but it's more understood because so many people are doing it now that it's just, it makes sense, but I think in East Asia, there's still that expectation for you to be, like, traditional and go the way that you're supposed to go like even though you can earn money from doing social media and stuff but it's still like socially accepted for you to not do that I think you know as social media has changed whether that be in the east or in the west has has changed I think in one way or another we have to say social media has probably changed who we are as people because we grew sort of grew up in the age of social media more often than not, it's it's not like changed us, I guess, in real life, if that makes sense. Like, we're still who we are by the people we interact with and how we grow up and things like that. But when you think about social media and online presence, being being able to be exposed to certain things not only changes who we are on an online sense. Like, you can pretend to be someone you're not online. That's pretty easy. I think we mm-hmm. all know that. But in some ways... I think that slowly but surely social media is like changing who we are in person, IRL, you know, 
like for me I feel like when when I was younger and starting to dabble in the social medias I could I could be as cringy as I possibly wanted to right I wasn't cringy back then no 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 I was really cool but with social media since you can connect to, to other people who who like like what you like have the same interests as you you're able to communicate a little bit easier which I think in turn made me more of a gremlin than I would have been if I was just with my like real life friends you know this is making me think about a lot of things <laughs> no I think that completely makes sense because I don't know about you but I feel like when in middle school when you use social media you don't really think about what you post you know no you just sort absolutely of not post whatever you want you caption it whatever you want with however many emojis and hashtags they want to put in right like no one's going to talk about it but I feel like now especially within like the past year I am like so aware of what I'm posting on social media like it scares me a yep. bit like literally before even posting a story I have to like you know make sure my spelling is correct make sure it's not cringy make sure that people won't judge me over it and it's like why like <laughs> yeah why do we do that why should why as people should we care about what other people think about us on the internet if if when you were like five and didn't care about what people thought about you IRL why why are you now like 25 and care so much about if people like your chocolate croissant or not like it's just it's just so weird how things work Mm -hmm. and I think also I don't think it applies to us as much but like cancel culture is scary oh and it's real and it just because this past year has taught me that everything you post on social media stays on social media Yes, always. Um, even if you delete it, even if your account is private, it will be there. And if, I hope it doesn't happen to anyone, but anything that you post can always come back and like haunt, haunt you, you, essentially. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, I, I feel like that has made me hyper aware of everything that I'm putting on like Instagram or Snapchat or it, it's, it's exhausting. I wish I didn't have to do this, but um. <laughs> With that, I feel like social media in the past couple of years, like you said, it's it's turned from something that we look to for enjoyment and connection. Social media has become a full-blown, like, heavy ar- artillery weapon, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard or, like, people out there have heard. Do you, do you remember, like, maybe a couple weeks ago how through social media, a bunch of people bought GameStop like GameStop yes. stocks and I completely like that. completely destroyed the stock market like that's what social media can do now and I guess people could argue like oh that's just people buying stocks social media didn't do that well how do you think they coordinated this this is like somebody on reddit was like hey bro want to delete the, the the New York stock exchange and people were like yes let's get it it's terrifying to say the least but I think it's also a part of just how we have been so socially isolated in the past year that Mm. we lean on things that I don't think we previously would have leaned on isn't it weird how before you would only be able to talk to people that you knew in real life but now we have this this tool that like we didn't have all those years ago and it's such a big part of our lives and things are just like, like, I can't believe this is normal. You know what I mean? I don't, 
I don't know how to express this feeling, but being able to have such generous power or like such ease to power is just, it's, I feel like we shouldn't have it. I don't think we, at least us with our young minds, our immature decisions at times. I don't think, I don't think we should be allowed this much power on social media. But, you know, you can't do anything about it. You just have to, like, work around it. Um, but it's scary. Social media, it's great. Don't get me wrong. I love getting to connect with people. I love getting to, you know, see things. And it's... I love great. seeing Mark Lee posts on my feed. <laughs> Thanks, but, Mark Lee, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, social media is also so scary. Like, there's... Don't even get me started on when, like, the random, like, men just, like, slide into your DMs. Just, like, do you want to show your daddy? And it's just, like, oh, my gosh, (laughs) please go away. $500 a month. (laughs) You want it? Like, that's scary. Like, how is that real life? It's weird to think how we once, as, like, a society had nothing. And now I can send you memes over the internet and you understand those memes. Like, it's it's so weird. It's just... I don't really think we talk enough about how strange, actually, like, social media is. Remember when, I don't know if you did this when I was little, I used to email my friends. Yes, Um, I did too. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You would email your friends and be like, hey, want to hang out at the park later? Mm -hmm. And then you'd wait like four hours and then email back and be like, yeah, bro. (laughs) Like, messages weren't a thing, but... I think moving away from how social media is a struggle, um, let's move on something more fun, more light. We are probably about to expose ourselves, so bear with us. I'm pretty sure this has been a thing for a while, but on Instagram now, you can look back and see what like your former username, your former bio, your former like websites you put into your bios were, and they have all of them. <laughs> So my former username, I only have one, is Annie underscore senpai underscore. I hate it here. Was that when you first made Instagram? Actually, no, it wasn't. I think I had a username before this that I guess just like never, never saved or something. But I think my first ever Instagram username at the age of like whatever I was in grade five I think it was Moonlight Howl. Oh, oh. Something like that. I was like, I was like 10. Don't judge me. <laughs> um, I made mine in 2015. I think I was eighth grade 13. I follow the rules. This is like the only one that I've had before the one I have right now. But um, it's Ruby48 underscore XO. You were Kariabu and I was a weeb. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I hate it here. I hate it here. I hate it here. <laughs> I'm too scared to look at my formal vials because I know the first one was. It should never see the day of light. <laughs> the light of day, you mean? Yeah. I can't. It's just that bad. <gasps> okay. Are are we doing first bio like ever? Oh god, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm just gonna expose myself even more. 
This is okay. If we're doing first bio like ever, mine is buckle up, kiddos. This is a good one. Um, remember, ten like ten year old me, professional fangirl, like the the line, princess of pain line, BTS line number seventeen, basketball emoji line, music emoji, snowboarding emoji. Wow. <laughs> My first one is. Mm. Actually, no, like, it got worse than this, so this isn't the worst. Um, it's, my life depends on music, two piano emojis, and then <laughs> K-pop fangirl. I call myself a professional fangirl. You have no reason to be embarrassed. <laughs> oh my god, this is the worst thing that's ever existed. Oh my gosh. Okay, a little bit farther up, after the professional fangirl phase, I have It's Called a Hustle, Sweetheart, line BTS, line music emoji, line YYC. Again, I have the My Life Depends on Music part, and I have a headphones emoji, a treble clef emoji, a purple heart, mm. two piano emojis, the line <laughs> thing, and I, I still, unfortunately, have K-pop fangirl, and then the line thing. And this is a joke that I think you said, or like we were in a conversation and we said it, but um, could be debuting, but instead here making lame jokes, sticking tongue out emoji, YYC. <laughs> I just saw that. <laughs> Who let me do this? I have like tears in my eyes. <laughs> that could be debuting part stayed on my thing for quite a while. I also kept the K-pop fangirl part on for quite a while, and I'm embarrassed. The growth in my bio is quite fast, actually, because the next one I have is um, asterisk intense giggling, asterisk line senior girls basketball, basketball emoji line BTS, line music, line YYC. The next one that really, like, when I finally got rid of K-pop fangirl... It was replaced with a treble clef emoji, a piano emoji, music note emojis, a music, not music, I, um, a paint palette emoji, mm. and then the line, and then EXO slash BTS line, Canadian with two Canada flags, because apparently Ew. one wasn't enough. Very patriotic of you. And then my high school. Okay, so... My bio, the next one, we have evolved past putting senior girls basketball and embarrassing words, but not quite. Because my next one is my school dash YYC dash B double O G I E. Boogie Wansley. <laughs> I didn't put Wansley in there, but it does say uh, in all caps B double O G I E. The next big phase that I took in my, um, was when I started adding, I think I started adding choose kindness to mine in which now it's, it's a dot instead of Mm. nothing. It's a dot because we are elevated. Um, It's a panda bear emoji, music note emojis, and then the, um, paint palette. And then on the next line, the dot, and then we have a Chinese flag, a Canadian flag, and now an American flag. I deleted that soon after. And then (laughs) the next line is my high school. And the next line is Stuco because I was in student council in high school. 
And the next line is choose kindness. And wow. Your bio is so much cooler than mine because after the embarrassing uh, B-O-O-G-I-E is out of my bio, it's literally just what I have today. <laughs> so like my, you know, like Waterloo, UW, line YYC, and then at a cross. 213. Yours is so minimalistic. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel um, like our bios are the opposite of our personalities. But then I eventually got rid of the, um, the little starter emoji kit that I've had. <laughs> and we deleted some emojis. And I think the next big thing, actually, no, this one was, I did it as a joke, but um, the possibility of all those possibilities being possible, just another possibility that can possibility possibly happen. Possibly <laughs> <laughs> and then that one um, was changed. And then the next big one was when I deleted my high school one and then changed it to my college. College in But also uni. before that, I tested a bunch of different unis that I wanted to go to in my bio just mm. to see how I liked it there. <laughs> um, did you actually? That's so funny. I actually did. So we have that phase. And then the newest update was when I added across 213 yeah, so current Mine bio is, is so just... embarrassing. <laughs> I can't believe they have every single one. I know. This is... Currently, my bio is uh, very chic, very minimalistic. It has my name, my pronouns, my university, and my city. Ooh. And across 213. Ooh. Um, what about links that you've had in your bio? links mm-hmm. i'm actually really lame about links too i think <laughs> i've only had two links and it's my visco and uh my online yearbook mine has the one that appears the most has been my visco but i in the middle i've switched it out for like some google forms that i was for some event that i was promoting and a whole bunch of youtube videos in which i know one is the JCC episode zero. And I think one is some NCT crack video. But now my by my um link is to our podcast. So I have a question for you. Do you like putting like your year that you like graduate in your bio? I don't know. I've always put it there because all my friends have and like everyone around me has. So I just out of habit. I guess. I don't know. Like, for me, I think it looks weird, so I just never did it. It's a thing that people do, and I often succumb to social expectations. <laughs> At least we weren't those people that, um, you, you know, back in, like, junior high, when people used to date, and they used to put, like, initials in their bios. You know, or, some like, people the day still they got do together. that. Like, oh. Some people that I know, like, they'll, like, tag their boyfriend or something. Okay, but, like, tagging is different than, like, going into your bio and writing, like, no, 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 no. their like, initials in their and bio, then the day they got they together. tag their boyfriend or, like, their girlfriend. Think... Or, like, I know some people who, like, write their initials, too. Or some I people who write tagging, their think tagging is more aesthetically pleasing than just, like... I'm so glad I never did that. Also, because I've never um, had a boyfriend, but, um, you know... Yeah, facts, but um, <laughs> at least I didn't have to... Okay, listen, how embarrassing would it have been if all you saw was, like, professional fangirl um, 
BTS, uh, Princess of Pain, and then like my basketball number, and then like someone's initials. Like I would literally die. <laughs> I'm just embarrassed that my bio still included the words K-pop fangirl when I was a freshman in high school. Also, not that not people knew like who I was, so I wasn't like really getting people. But like, that's embarrassing. <laughs> it's not embarrassing. Okay, for all those listening out there, it's not embarrassing to like K-pop. You know, we like mm-hmm. K-pop. And music like that but to to put yourself out there as a k-pop fangirl specific like you know it's just like face <laughs> label onto yourself but also at that time it wasn't weird because like we were in that like little friend group and we like all did that so it wasn't just like it wasn't- <laughs> we were like 12 i think my biggest change was getting rid of that whole slew of emojis that was the first thing that you saw when you looked at my bio I think it showcases your personality in the most, like, delicate way, you know? No one needs two piano emojis, a treble clef, and music emojis, and a paint palette, and a purple heart, and everything, and a panda (laughs) in your face. You like emojis, what's wrong with that? (laughs) Someone should have told me, just like, actually, if someone told me, I probably wouldn't listen to them, so. Yeah, in fact, I'd be like... (laughs) Don't talk to me or my slew of emojis ever exactly. again. <laughs> Speaking of emojis, what are your most used emojis? Oh, okay. So I think I think before in junior high, my most used emoji was like the the laughing tear emoji. But now my top, uh, my top, let's go top five. So first, my first okay. one is a crying emoji, and then it's a Easter <laughs> Easter Island head. And then I have like the evil purple devil smiling emoji as my third one. And then fourth is like the two eyeball emoji. And then fifth is like the smile, but it's like like the expressionless smile. Mm. My first one is one that you got me into using. Is it the Easter Island? <laughs> yeah. My favorite thing is when you text me that emoji and the Siri is just like, Annie sent an Easter Island head emoji. <laughs> Anyways, um, the second one is the crying one. The third one is the one where it's like smiling and like blushing and like it's like the it's, it's yeah, I like using that one. Um, the fourth one is like the embarrassed face one where like the eyes are like huge and it's like <laughs> yeah. And then the fifth one is the is it the angry one where it's like blowing like air out of its nose? What does this say about me as a person though? What does it say about me as a person? My third most, like, used emoji is the devil with the evil smile. (laughs) Oh, by the way, (laughs) shout out to people who uh, don't know. I still run on iOS 12. Because your phone probably can't handle iOS 14. Yeah, if if I download iOS 14, like, this baby is just gonna probably explode it. I think she cannot handle it. So now that we just completely embarrassed ourselves over mm, our questionable music emojis <laughs> i wouldn't say yours is any better than mine um okay we don't have to talk about mine no it's to stop <laughs> professional <laughs> i was like i was like 11 i don't know what you want from me <laughs> no you, you were most definitely um 13 because i remember when i followed you on instagram first i was like Your 11 bio stop, has professional <laughs> anyways aside from that that is the end of our episode i think we had some fun we also had some very serious discussions about 
um, social media. It's a good time. Hopefully. I hope you enjoy listening. So as always, we're going to give out some weekly song recommendations. Ruby, what is your song rec for the week? What you vibe into? Hold up. Are you ready? Uh-oh, I was listening to this. <laughs> I was listening to this song and I remembered that we were um, recording this episode and I was like, perfect. It's Instagram by Dean. Oh, nice choice, madam. Yes, I think it ties in so perfectly. Um, I am a genius. Thank you for asking. Um, (laughs) What is your song rec? Okay, my song recommendation this week, going back to the beginning of the episode where I had four strokes over Martin, it's going to be a Martin song. You know what it is. He is so many good songs so many good songs i think i already plugged one of his songs in an earlier episode the one with nct 127 but this time it's gonna be a pure purely martin song because he literally destroyed both me and my desk from one simple dm so my song recommendation this week is sriracha by martin because girl you got a body like sriracha every time i bring you round my homies want to watch you <laughs> so i hope you give it a listen give both of us a listen see how you feel about them um please remember to subscribe to us on all your podcast listening platforms follow us on instagram at across 213 we post highlights where annie draws beautiful pictures that match with our whatever interesting thing happened that week um email us at across213podcast at gmail.com um email us about did you email your friends to make play dates when you were little or did you send them messages what was your first instagram bio oh yeah (laughs) i hope that you can vibe with us on how embarrassing ours are because i'll be really sad if it's just like us that had embarrassing (laughs) instagram bios it's not fair, bro. Please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. If you enjoyed listening to us completely expose ourselves. Well, that's all, folks. We hope you stay strong, stay healthy. Things are coming around the bend. Vaccines are out. Days are getting better. Summer's just around the corner. But also, don't go out for summer vacation. Do not leave the country if you're unwell. Just, you know, follow safety guidelines. Anyway, goodbye, kids. Ew, Ruby just, oh my god, Ruby did not just do the low. <laughs>